Good morning, everyone. This is Jeff from the CyberPro Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights. It's five questions in about eight minutes because hackers never sleep. So let's jump into it. Question number one, Michael, good morning. In a few words, can you please tell us who you are and what you do? Yes, sir. I am the uh, Chief Technical Officer, Technology Officer for Set Solutions. I'm also a board member with a cybersecurity startup called ThreatGen down here in Houston and uh, founder and president of HUSETCon, which is the Houston Cybersecurity Conference. Uh, so for my day job here at Set Solutions, I'm responsible for all the things in the technical pre-sales realm. Uh, we're like a cybersecurity integrator and reseller. Uh, do a lot of technical strategy work, produce a lot of our digital marketing. So I do podcasting as well. Um, so I can appreciate doing this. And then in general, in cybersecurity, I just try to be one of those people who bring people together uh, and get them to connected to help them in their personal and their professional life. Fantastic. It's, it's nice to be on the other side of the desk sometimes, isn't it? It is. Uh, <laughs> question number two. What would you say is the best thing about being the CTO of the company you work for? I'd say probably getting to know cutting edge technology and trends in the cybersecurity field. Uh, I've got a, a lot of friends that I've uh, built up over the years of doing this since you know, roughly 1994 uh, that have uh, had a lot of influence in the industry. Guys like uh, Dr. Anton Chabakin and people like that uh, who I interviewed not too long ago and, and learning stuff and discussing with them is a lot of fun. And then being able to take that to my customers and uh, present that to them as well is is also a lot of fun uh, and they they get a lot out of it and help and grow their environment so and then being doing podcasts like this and getting to meet people this way are a lot of fun too excellent yeah it's the uh constant evolvement of the uh of the of where we live that makes the criticalness of expanding horizons ever necessary and needed so well put uh, question number three, we hear from other industry leaders that cybersecurity is not only a top concern, but only getting bigger. Uh, what does that mean to you? Well, as a, as a cybersecurity professional, I think I'm paid to be one paranoid, but also very cynical. Um, so uh, when I do that, uh, not to be a downer, but I tend to look at that answer and go, well, can you, can you prove it? Can you tell me how, even though it's a concern to you, uh, do your business leaders, you know, up above that set the business goals, are they tied into that? So it, it's, again, it's not a trying to get into their face. It's just like, okay, well, tell me how that's actually happening. How are you, uh, how are you talking up to your uh, senior management and getting them involved in that? What use cases, what metrics, that kind of stuff are you putting in front of them to say, we really need to get this fixed? So I tend to get a little cynical, try not to be downer about it, but I just want to hear a little bit of proof. I'm not from Missouri, but I just, you know, kind of show me how you're, how that's actually happening. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, sometimes we take things for granted and it gets us into a little bit of trouble. So I completely understand where you're coming from. And that's a good segue into question number four about uh, what insights about why it's critical to forming true deep partnerships with your solution providers, uh, would you like to share with our community? 
So it's so it may sound a little self-serving because my company does do reselling and uh, services of cybersecurity products and services. So it, it uh, at the risk though of of sounding self-serving, self-serving, I would say that the biggest thing I want people to know is that the the people part of the uh, the relationship you have with your um, providers is extremely important. Be that a a reseller or a solution provider like me, or be that a vendor. Um, we do a lot of work. Obviously, the people that we're working with do a lot of work as well that are in the trenches every day. But we do a lot of work to try to give you a lot of information and to build services that are going to help you out. And maintaining that relationship is extremely important because once we've done all that work and we help develop a solution for you and help uh, maybe deliver that, or start to work on delivering it. And a lot of modern companies then take that and run it over to their, what they would call vendor management office or their purchasing office. And we may not have any kind of relationship with them. If the salesperson is doing their job, they probably have some relationship, but they tend to be very heavy on the, I just want to negotiate this and get the best price possible. So I've put all this time in, I've got multiple people who put a lot of time in and then it just gets chunked over the fence to a vendor management or purchasing office. And they go at, out and ask for three bids. And there's a very good chance of us losing those deals. So again, it could sound self-serving, but I think maintaining that relationship with somebody over a long term helps you get even better deals going forward and helps you figure out um, what's best for your environment and not just the general environment. And me having that info in my head over a long time, over a long time, and knowing how your you have evolved is extremely important and is only going to help you. And if that goes to a vendor management office or a purchasing office, and then everything, all the price goes down, and then I all that time I've wasted, it goes to somebody else. I just, I didn't want to make people think that through. Sometimes they don't have a choice. Vendor management office sometimes doesn't give them a choice. But in general, I just like to emphasize that partnership and make sure that we can have a long-term partnership versus a one deal and done and we're out. Yeah. Again, very well put. It's, uh, it's sometimes hard to sh show the value that we provide to all the people that we provided to without getting clouded by that commoditization fog. Exactly. So, That's a very yeah. good term. I like that term. Feel free to steal, steal it. That. I just came up with it. <laughs> And on that question number five, let's let's have a couple more chuckles. Uh, what is your favorite piece or pieces of retro technology that makes you smile? So on the IT side, that would be beyond a doubt be Novell Netware. I used to be a Netware uh, certified Netware engineer back in the day. Absolutely love it. Still think it was much better than Windows. Sorry, Bill Gates. Uh, on the Non-IT side, it would probably be the Mattel handheld football game that I got for Christmas around 1982. I, st I wish I still had that thing. It was so much fun. So. Fantastic. Fantastic. Love it. Hey, Michael, if people want to learn a little bit more about you, your company, the services that you provide, what's the best way for them to do that? So uh, setsolutions.com uh, is generally the best way. We also have a, a LinkedIn profile that you can go see all of our latest stuff, which is just linkedin.com slash set solutions. Um, you can find that there as well. And, uh, and for my conference, if you want to find me there as well, you can go to houstonseccon.com. Wonderful. 
Thank you again for your time, Mike. We appreciate it today. Uh, for those of you who know, and for those of you who do, do not, uh, we post about three or four different episodes per week featuring different C-suites as well as uh, high-ranking folks in companies to share their insights and opinions of the cybersecurity space. Please come back and check us out. Again, my name is Jeff. Thank you and be well.